The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your Morning Brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, we've come to expect a, a certain level of excellence from the Nuggets, especially at home, and almost taking for granted that even in games in which they are trailing at parts of the game, even maybe trailing going into the fourth quarter, we still expect them to uh, hit the gas and go. But having a one-point lead at halftime, they came out and got their doors blown off by Chicago in the third quarter, and it became a rout in the second half, and the Nuggets go down 117-96. to Michael Malone on what went wrong. Just no defense. You know I mean, we gave up uh, 66 in the paint tonight. We only scored 38. I mean, that, that is a huge discrepancy in the paint. And all year long, I think we've been a top five paint scoring team. So that's a number that can't happen. And then the uh, transition, they just got out and ran. You know, missed shot layup, turnover layup. Only 11 turnovers, but for 18 points. And then I think, you know, we're up one uh, at halftime. We got off to a decent start in the third. And then it just fell apart. So what is that? Is that fatigue? Is that just um, a bad night? You just, you know, for whatever reason, it's just a collective funk that the team was in. Do these things happen over the course of a long 82-game season? Yeah. I think I think that they do happen, Mike. Like I said, there's little concern is athleticism and matching the really athletic teams. But more of it is exactly what Michael Malone said. You know, I, I think... Not playing great defense, you know. Maybe taking a maybe taking a team that's not great lightly. Um, the other thing is, are you trying to hoist up three pointers because you're two three pointers away if you're Murray away and he's one for seven from three point line and and, and, and he doesn't make that? And it was a foregone conclusion. You know, he's basically saying, "Yeah, I'm going to go break the all time record." Like you get out of your game a little bit, and I think there's I think there's part of that. Because he was one for three, I believe, from three-point land at halftime. And then he's 0 for four in the second half. I think you get out of what, what has gotten you there. But I still, I still, there were, there were times, especially as they were still down 13, 12, 14, trying to get back into the game, where, especially offensively, they, they were running their offense like we typically would mm-hmm. see them run it. But, you know, the shots just wouldn't go down. There'd be a... Um, you know, they'd fumble passes, they'd throw passes away. It was just, it, there wasn't just that sharpness like, that we've become yeah. accustomed to with this team. It was just off. And well, for think, whatever the reason. Right. But you know what? They have not, of course, the Nuggets haven't reached, for me, the level of trust that I have in the Avalanche. Avalanche sure. have, have earned it, right? But there's still a, a healthy amount of trust in this team that until it becomes a thing, I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to blow it off as just one. One bad night at the office. I'll give you that. Although, yeah, that's something that I'll keep an eye on. Keep an eye on. Sure. Right? Sure. It's not a thing. Right. Until it becomes a thing. Next on the Morning Brew, we've got the Avs and Kings tonight. But first, a Jared Bednar update on Gabe Landeskog's knee. Am I a little bit concerned? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played all year. Do I think that he can easily come out of this and can be fine? Yeah. I mean, he's putting in the work, so the only time will tell. You, you still know. You speak knee. You speak injuries. Mm-hmm. And Bednar also revealed some new details that apparently this is not just one surgery 
that he's coming back from. He had uh, a surgery last March before returning for all 20 postseason games. Then he had another surgery in October. But now what we're we're finding out is um, that the two surgeries weren't related. So the surgery in March, then the surgery in October were not related. So, Dr. Schlereth, speculate for me. So are you telling me they're not on the same knee? No, they're on the same knee. But different surgeries. Mm, interesting. Again, I keep going back to I keep going back to what I what I had told you. Shoot, this is about six weeks ago we had this conversation about articular surface of, of the bone covering of your knee. And if you go in there and think, hey, man, we're going to calm it down. It's going to be okay. It's almost like a bone bruise. And you go back in and, you know, and you've worn off that articular surface. Then you have to go in and have a microfracture surgery. That takes a long time. And that's one of those things, having been through it, I've probably had six microfracture surgeries on my left knee. And what ends up happening is, you know, you take one step forward and you're like, hey, man, I feel pretty good today. And you go out and you press a little bit and then you're limping around for three days. And it's just a hard, that, that microfracture surgery literally was like, there were more setbacks in that process than an ACL. Just because it, it's just not, it just takes time. So bottom line it for me, just, just your gut feeling. I'm just asking for a gut feeling, but <laughs> you're well versed on this. You're kind of an expert on it. Just everything you're hearing. Where, where would you put the odds? Of Gabe Landeskog returning this season at? Returning, I would put the odds at 60%. Just to return. Just to return. Just a little bit above 50-50. Yeah. Okay. And then return and be excellent. And be Gabe Landeskog. 10%. Wow. Okay. Next on the Morning Brew. Nice to see when the uh, bully acts like a bully and then somebody stands up to the bully and the bully cowers. So yesterday on ESPN's first take, we found out that they're actually still in the hot take world of sports talk. There is still something called accountability, as Kendrick Perkins found out. I want to correct something here from yesterday's show. When Kendrick Perkins said 80% of NBA voters for the MVP award are white, the NBA publicly announces the voters each year. And after review, it is clear the panel is much more diverse than what was portrayed by Kendrick Perkins. And we wanted to make sure that we corrected that today. That's Molly Kiram mm-hmm. on first take. That is, that's pretty significant right there. You don't see that too often in the world of uh, right. hot take TV. Yeah. Do I think that Kendrick Perkins would be held accountable for what he basically intimated? No. That's about as accountable as they're going to hold him. That's a that's a public rebuke right there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start Good. doing that to DMAC. Uh, listen, there was something said yesterday on the drive that uh, he, he, our he, fact checkers yeah. went over. And again, this was wrong, this was wrong, and this was wrong. Well, he, I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to the Hall of Fame. He, he went back to... Uh, he went back to... <laughs> Daniel Jones <clears throat> being 
a fifth-year option guy, and I texted him and said, uh, no, no, he's not. He's not. He played four years. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. That's why they're negotiating this contract with we here at the fan. We here at the fan would like to take this opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, correct some of the bombastic takes from the afternoon. Next on the uh, morning brew, ah, local college basketball conference tournament. March Madness. Seven seconds to go. Drives left in the paint. Folder up and good. 2.7 seconds to go. And a timeout on the floor. Rams back in front. CSU Radio. Isaiah Stevens with the uh, game winner as the Rammies uh, get a win in the first round of the Mountain West Tournament. CU also wins. Air Force and Wyoming lose. So both CU and CSU in action today. CSU, and both at 1 o'clock, by the way. Uh, you got CSU playing number one seed San Diego State. You got CU playing number one seed UCLA. So good luck with that, guys. Mm. We're all counting on you. My man, you want to get to the uh, the big dance? You got to you got to win the number one seed, right? You got to beat those guys. They got to win it all. Yeah. Got to win the you got to win the tournament. There's only one thing left to do. That's right. What's that? Win the whole damn thing. That's right. Win the whole. There you go. That's your mission, CU mm-hmm. and CSU. Let's go. That'll do it for the uh, Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 630.